0: Hey, everyone. We are here today on the Yo! Crono with Walker Zimmerman, a professional soccer player with Nashville SC. So before we dive into the details, just want to let you know of the connection here. So Walker and I are actually both um, Furman grads, or we'll get to, you know. Yeah, kind
1: <laughs> of, kind of, yeah. Kind go of. Paladins.
0: Um, yeah, go Paladins. But we both have that connection. We never actually overlapped at Furman. But um, he's going to tell us a little bit about his journey today and we're going to start our that. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Walker. Can you give us a little bit of a background on you, where you're from, um, where you currently are, and then we'll talk more.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll keep it pretty brief on, on the background. Um, I grew up in Atlanta. I'm the youngest. of There's three boys in my family and I'm the youngest. So I was always playing sports growing up. Um, it led me to... Furman University where I played college soccer I played for two seasons there and then um, entered into the MLS draft and got drafted in the first round by FC Dallas Um, so I left as a 19 year old Dallas uh, by myself and spent five years at FC Dallas Um, then spent two years at LAFC and I just got traded in February of 2020 uh, to Nashville and so um, I've also been a part of the U.S. Men's national team um, the past couple years, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and ultimately, just making a lot of friends, doing what I love. So I'm, I'm really excited and really happy to be in Nashville.
0: Great. Thanks for that recap. Can you, like, looking back, you know, you're 19 years old, leaving Furman University, um, you know, would you have – is this what you always wanted? Like, growing up, is this what you knew you wanted yeah. to
1: do? Yeah. So I, I remember in second grade, Our teacher asked us to write on a note card, What do you want to be when you grow up? The top three things. I don't remember what the third one was. The first one was professional athlete. So it wasn't just soccer player. I loved all sports. Um, The second one was veterinarian, (laughs) funny enough. And so, you know, growing up, I played all, all sports. And then by about eighth grade, I think I realized, okay, if I'm going to make it and really make a run at this, I probably need to choose one. And I felt like soccer was probably my best chance to do that. And so, eighth grade, I dropped. Uh, basketball and baseball, started playing soccer like full-time, um, full-time as a kid, that's funny, uh, <laughs> we played soccer and, um, ultimately led me to some youth national teams, led me to Furman, and, and then ultimately had a successful college career, um, led me to the draft, so, yeah, always have wanted to be a pro athlete, always wanted to be a professional soccer player, and, you know, thankfully it worked out for me, because I know the percentages are really small.
0: Great, um, what, is your day to day? What does it look like? Um, I think yeah. a lot of people would be interested in knowing.
1: Yeah, the day to day in quarantine or the day to day
0: in a normal? Thank you for clarification. Why don't we do a two part answer there?
1: That's great. So, quarantine has obviously been different for everyone, um, no different for us as athletes. Um, until recently, we couldn't even go into the training facility to use their fields or any of their equipment or anything. Um, so, they had actually delivered to everyone's home. Um, through a gym partnership of stationary bike and we were given these Whoop straps um, which basically monitor You know your heart rate your recovery your sleep your strain for the day And so it was a way for them to be able to make sure that everyone stayed on top of things and working out So they gave us plans, but we're pretty flexible as long as you're doing something um, so I saw that and this is where the mental side I think really comes in as as for me and for being an athlete, is you just have to go into some dark places sometimes and, and find ways to push yourself and motivate yourself. And I found that it's it's way easier for people to do that if they're doing what they love. And so for me, it's like so clear in my mind, I have a goal, I have a vision. You know, I want to play in a World Cup. And so that's, you could boil down all my goals in soccer to one thing, it's probably want to play in the World Cup. And so I'm out on my stationary bike, um, And I'm looking out like kind of out of our backyard and I see this tree limb and it's just hanging over the backyard. And I just picture that tree limb like dangling, you know, the World Cup roster spot on. And I'm just biking, I'm like chasing this thing just drenched, covered. And it's like you don't think you can go any further? And it's like I'm looking around, picturing the other players that I'm competing with to get there. So it's like you have to somehow mentally go into a place if you really, really want something. And really, mentally get to somewhere uh, to help you get there. And so, like all that to say, my quarantine schedule um, has been, you know, a lot of working out, um, and it's been a really good time for me because you're almost allowed to work out more because you're not saving yourself for games. Right. So I am following like Nashville's schedule. So Monday, Tuesday um, are going to be decently like decent days, maybe a seven out of ten. I was biking, uh, working out. Um, Wednesdays would be completely off. Thursdays would be another hard day. Friday would be light. Saturday would be like a game day. So I would basically do a mock game day and try and do basically a max uh, heart rate, max intensity type workout for a longer period of time to get my strain really high um, and then recover on Sunday. And so kind of keeping the same schedule, I found that, that was extremely important for me. Um, so, yeah, but short short answer would be schedule, wake up. Four eggs, a couple pieces of bacon, a little bit of avocado. <laughs> Digest that, do some New York Times crossword, USA Today crossword. Right. Uh, yeah, you gotta do something. Drink a cup of coffee and then start working out maybe 10. Uh, do that for two hours. Then I play video games with some friends uh, from around the league for about two hours. And then from maybe three till the rest of the day, it's hanging out with Sally. Um, you know, doing a lot of cooking these days, doing a lot of Netflix. Um, now is a typical day. And the schedule is pretty much the same when it's with Nashville, just slightly different.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks for that recap. Yeah. That really, I think, yeah. is good context um, and a good comparison. You know, life in quarantine is obviously really different. Um, yeah. I want to talk about that a little bit more. So moving forward, you said that up until recently, you weren't able to go in the training facility. So are you able to be in the yes. training facility now? Yeah okay yeah so as
1: of about two and a half or three weeks ago yeah so two and a half or three weeks ago we gained access to the facility and they allowed us to do individual trainings where you show up and it's really weird there's we have two training fields and you can have one player per quadrant and so there's four players on each field but you can't do any interaction in terms of passing the ball uh, going into their grid Uh, it's really bizarre but it's funny how there is a sense of community out there and being able to see other people as you're working out. And a lot of these have been high fitness sessions. It's not that much of the balls you can't actually pass or do anything. So a lot of it, you're kind of doing your runs on your side of the field, but you're getting to see the other people do their runs, kind of able to compete a little bit. Um, And it's just been really helpful, you know, mentally to to know that you're not alone in this. Um, Other people are having to work out and, and push themselves too. And so I, I do think it's a chance for, you know, teams to create, you know, some chemistry, some bonding through these types of workouts.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned earlier about, you know, you play video games for a few hours with some of the guys on the team. Yeah. Like, what, what does that look like? I mean, these are your coworkers. And so yeah. what, is, what does that relationship look like?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really fun because, you know, I feel like some of the best ways for young – guys to catch up is not on they're not gonna call people on facetime you know and just like chat and have a glass of wine it's like we've got to be doing something and so especially with these athletes who are always on the move it's like playing video games is the perfect way to one have fun because it is fun for a lot of people but two just to catch up and talk about life and whatever's going on and so um i i play a lot with with people actually from uh national teams um Two of my best friends are in Seattle, one's in New York. And so that's our that's our usual squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also playing with, with guys on Nashville, which has been fun because I don't really know them as well, some of them who, who are playing. So it's a way to get to know some of my teammates, um, know their personalities through video games. And ultimately, I, I think it's fun for us to have that as, like, our reward for post-training. It's like yeah. everyone's in a text thread, hey, what's your schedule for today? Like, And then everyone kind of tries to manipulate what they're doing to then have like that two hour window together where we can kind of hang out. So it's pretty fun.
0: Great. Awesome. Um, Well, I'm mindful of time. So I only want to ask a few more questions. One of which is, you know, a lot of, um, you know, people are talking about what sports will look like in the future in terms of stadiums and fans and, you know, what that's going to look like. Do you have any idea right now?
1: Yeah. I mean, You know, we've gotten to see the return of soccer, at least um, in Germany, in the Bundesliga, they've resumed play, it's empty stadiums, no fans. They inserted inserted some fake crowd noise last week, which was pretty interesting. Um, But, you know, I think the reality is everyone's just trying to keep everyone safe. And so what it looks like for us in 2020 is the reality is there's probably not going to be fans in any games in the foreseeable future in 2020. and so, you know, we're hopeful that we can start playing soon. Um, but, it's you know, it's going to be without fans and that's difficult. But I think even just from watching, like, The Last Dance and how the country kind of got behind this Michael Jordan documentary, and then for me, enjoying golf, watching the match part two, you know, with Peyton and Tom Brady and, and Tiger and Phil. Like, sports just, for me at least, and for I know a lot of people, just have a way of bringing people together to enjoy a product. And so that's kind of the responsibility that I have felt during quarantine is I'm responsible for producing a product that people want to watch. And so I need to make sure that I'm prepared physically, mentally, emotionally to get out on that field whenever we can play and bring something that, that is actually enjoyable to watch. And so I'm excited for it. I can't wait for sports to come back. It's been, it's been so fun watching those little things. You know, I'm looking forward to anything that I can you know, get my eyes on. So yeah, I'm excited for that.
0: Me too. And I think that's a great point. It's bringing people together for a product essentially. And, um, and I'm very excited for when things start to get into somewhat of a new normal,
1: um,
0: Yeah, yeah. A little bit of normalcy, but very excited to, you know, follow up with you and see what it looks like even in a few months. Um, so my last question for you is a little open-ended um, and I think you've, you've touched on so many great pieces of advice already. Um, including your, you know, your end goal and how, you know, you're on that bike and you're shooting for your ultimate goal. Um, But kind of a two-part question. If you had something, you know, to share with people who are interested in in getting into your area, you know, you mentioned earlier, it's definitely a small window, but um, do you have any advice for those people? And any last minute words of advice for all young professionals, people who are in any occupation in the workplace? I know that's a very, yeah. very broad question, but you can kind of answer yeah. both. One.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for, for my space and professional sports in general, <clears throat> I think my advice for, for younger people trying to get there is in order to do that, you have to do things that everyone else isn't doing. So if you're on a club soccer team and you have training three times a week, uh, with your team and are training Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, if you aren't doing extra things on Tuesday and Thursday and you're doing the same thing as everyone else, you're not gonna then separate yourself from everyone else. So for me, a, a quick example would be at Furman. I, I knew obviously going to college, I wanted to go pro. Um, the spring semester rolls around and that for me was like, okay, now it's grind time. Like, I'm gonna start doing things other people aren't doing. So I don't even know if a lot of people even know this. Uh, so I'd be waking up at like 6 a.m. when the, the pool opened in the workout facility and try and go and swim last. And I'm not a swimmer at all. I'd never swim in my life. I was like, I think this could be a really good cardio thing, get it off my legs. So I worked on swimming. And I would go out and go on the track like other days and just like go on the field with the ball the other days and do things that were separate from our spring trainings because you can only have like 10 hours a week in the spring due to NCAA rules. So for the people who want to succeed, it's like, you gotta find ways to, to do more than other people. And it sounds so cliche, like, oh, you gotta outwork whoever, it's like, yeah, you, you actually do. <laughs> um, and, that, and that ties in with, you need to love what you're doing and what you're chasing. Um, that makes it easier to do those things. Um, and then my advice for, for everyone, um, I think I, the piece of advice I'd give for quarantine time specifically, that's helped me so much is the scheduling aspect. I mean, if I, early on, maybe the first week I figured it out. Like if I stuck to a schedule, wake up at this time, eat at this time, work out at this time, it was so much more efficient to get everything done and to be productive and feel good about yourself. but I mean, it's not being able to do anything. If I was like, oh, I have all day, I'm going to sleep in, I'm going to just eat whatever, whatever I want. I found it so hard to then work out in the afternoon, uh, for me, cause I'm like, that's unusual. Um, it made me feel a little bit lazy and then my, my product wouldn't be as good working out. So like sticking to a schedule and a routine has been huge for me for the quarantine period. So that's my piece of advice for now. Um, piece of advice for success generally, uh, find, again, it ties back to finding something that you love because it's gonna make you uh, work more efficiently and enjoy what you're doing. Uh, and you typically are good at the things that you love, so I, I think those all kind of tie hand in hand. I, mean, I know you mentioned your your insurance thing, and if you're not not enjoying it, you're probably not going to be able to produce the best version of yourself and the way that you can work. And now that you find something that you're passionate about, like it's your skill set is fit for it and it's perfect for it, and now it's going to be a better product. So that's that's the advice that I have to give. Whatever.
0: That's perfect. I love that, Walker. I think. Um... I really appreciate you and your time today and sharing that because it's really clear that you have been so successful because of what you did, you know, earlier on, like in your time at women, you set yourself apart and I don't even think that's just applicable to athletes. I think it, it's for everyone. You have to set yourself apart if you want to be the best and I'm excited for you. I really, um, you know, I have no doubt that you'll accomplish your, your ultimate goal. And so Thanks again for being on the Oprah Now.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Enjoyed it.